welcome to It Starts With A Click. I'm Olivia Bossett, fashion photographer and educator, and this is a podcast for fashion photographers looking to build their business on their own terms. Hello, how are you? It's been a little while since I actually recorded an episode of the podcast physically. Um, If you didn't know, I batch recorded most of the episodes so far in the season, and the reason for that is that... I was in the middle of a move most of July and the start of August, so I am officially in my new house. I have no idea what the audio is going to be like in here, so apologies if this is different to what you're used to. I may have to make some adjustments, but I just wanted to record something as soon as I got here because I feel very excited. But before I get into the topic of today's episode, I wanted to let you know that I have a brand new free email pitching template. So if you've been around for a while, you will remember that I did actually already have an email pitching template that I have been sharing with you for a very long time. And I took it down a couple of months ago because it was quite dated and it felt quite old. My branding has changed. Everything has changed in the last two years. So I needed to give it an update and that update is finally here. It came out just on Saturday, just gone. So if you're listening to this on the day it comes out on the Wednesday, the the template has only been out for a few days. So if you haven't already downloaded it, you can download it right now. Like I said, it's completely free of charge. So it's everything you need to know about pitching to brands, exactly the wording you want to use. Um, I've even used, even inserted a few different lines that will make it, you, you can change the lines depending on what you're doing. And inside the template, you'll also find kind of a description about what to use the um, template for and how, plus a bunch of links to helpful things. So it's very nicely designed. I think it looks much better than the last one. The wording is all different. It's very much the stuff that I've learned in the last few years put into this template to help you find the words to use when you're pitching. So if you want to go and download that, it's in the show notes of this episode on my website or on the Apple podcast app that you're listening it through or on Spotify or on Stitcher. Or you can literally just head to oliviabossarteducation.com forward slash free dash template and you'll be able to download it right there. It'll come straight into your inbox and you'll be set and ready to go with your pitching. So I really hope that you enjoy using that. Let me know how you get on with it. If you do use it, please do send me a screenshot of you using it, uh, share it on stories, tell your friends about it. I really want as many people to be able to benefit from this template as possible. So if you share it, let me know. All right, let's get started with the episode. So If you follow me on social media, you will probably have seen that I have very recently, as in in the last week, moved to a completely different part of the UK. For the past 10 years, almost to the day, I have been living in Cornwall, which is in the southwest of the UK, if you're not from the UK or you don't really know where it is. It is an incredibly beautiful part of the world that I adore so 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 much. Um, It is very far away from everywhere though. So um, about two years ago I began to want to spend more time in London um, mainly because I 
was feeling a need to be in a city. Um, the opportunities in London in terms of growing my business as a fashion photographer felt strong to me. I could so I could really see the benefits of being in the city at least for a short period of time. So two years ago I started coming up to London a lot. I would spend at least one weekend a month initially. And then after that, I actually rented a room part-time last summer where I was up in London for two weeks and then back in Cornwall for two weeks. And that was a really good chance for me to experiment and see if I liked the city, if I benefited from the city, and if I felt like it was something that would suit me. And it did. So my partner and I decided that we would try and make the move up country for a few years and see how it feels. He got a new job um, where he's just started literally today. <laughs> so I'm on my own in our new house. Um, and we've kind of found the perfect middle ground because I didn't want to live in the city. I, um, we obviously, we have a dog. If you don't know, we have a dog and um, we, I very much feel attached to the countryside. Most of my work is shot on location as well, so living in the middle of London didn't really make much sense to me. So um, I decided that I would prefer to live somewhere more countryside-esque, but still have access to London. So we have been really lucky. We found the really the perfect balance, I would say, for both of us. Um, we've moved to Berkshire, which is one of the counties closest to London. It's kind of on the commuter belt. Um, and I'm within about 40 minutes of central London, which for me is fantastic because it means that I can go into London for meetings. I can access models, I can meet more people, I can go to events, um, all kinds of things which I'm really excited about. The other major, major benefit for me to being more close to London is access to airports. You probably know this or if you don't, I am originally from Switzerland. I am not, well I'm British, I have a British passport but I, I grew up in Switzerland. I feel like Switzerland is my home, my birth home and my entire family is in Switzerland. I don't have very much family in the UK, so I have very much missed being near to an airport for the longest time because it makes, living in Cornwall makes traveling abroad quite complicated. Just the distance from an international airport makes it difficult to get abroad. So the fact that I'm now 40 minutes away from Heathrow Airport is life-changing. <laughs> The only thing that has made things a little bit weird is obviously the coronavirus pandemic, which is still ongoing. Um, I'm recording this. Oh, my phone is going off. Let me put that on silent. Um, I am currently recording this in the middle of August 2020, which means that we are still in the thick of it. Uh, you know, although lockdown measures have been eased quite a lot and life does feel somewhat normal, it also still doesn't in the sense that major events aren't taking place, public transport is kind of to be avoided still, um, flights and traveling abroad is still difficult. So 
At the moment, I feel like I'm in a weird middle ground where I'm really excited to be close to London, but also slightly frustrated that I can't make as much use of it as I initially wanted to. But I'm literally recording this on day one of our move, so I have no idea yet what's going to come in the next couple of months. I'm really excited to see what happens and, and you know, how I, you know, I, I'm going to get my bearings, I'm going to figure out where everything is and, and figure out how I get into London because I haven't even gone in yet from here, so I don't know how it works. And um, yeah, I'll obviously keep you posted on how things go. But today, I really, what I wanted to do was take a moment to share the action steps that I'm going to be taking for myself as a photographer now that I've moved this new place. Because I had my routine in Cornwall, I had my way of working in Cornwall, and although most of those things will remain what I do, I thought it would be interesting for you if I share what I'm going to be doing now that I have moved to a new area where I know literally zero people um, and I need to start in a sense from scratch, not fully because I'm in the same country and I've already worked in London a little bit so I do have people I can call on within the area-ish. But yeah, so let's just chat for a brief moment about the things I'm going to be doing and if you ever make a move yourself whether it's to the countryside or to a new city or to a new country maybe this episode will help give you a bit of an an action plan or a, a thing you can move towards with my plan so let's jump into that so my very first step with all this is to get to know the area i do not know this part of the UK at all. Um, I we, we came in February to sort of have a look around Reading, Berkshire in particular, um, but we were literally here for, you know, half a day. And then I didn't come back until July because of the lockdown. So I really don't know this area at all. And due to the nature of my work being so location focused, I'm going to be spending a lot of time in the next three months, I'd say, just going on driving trips with my dog and going on walks and exploring the general vicinity of where I live. I'm going to be finding areas that inspire me, looking for photoshoot backdrops essentially because so much of my work is going to depend on the landscape in the area so I need to get to know the area and sometimes I I'm guilty of feeling guilty of um taking time off to go and do location scouting like this because it feels frivolous or like it's not hard work but I'm going to have to consciously remind myself that location scouting in this way is incredibly important for my creative work and in order to be able to then help my clients when I eventually start booking work so that I can say, I know a great location in this area that will suit this photo shoot idea really well. That is incredibly important that I am able to provide that service. I've always been able to do that in Cornwall and I still can do that in Cornwall for when I shoot down there but when I'm here I need to be able to do the same. So that's going to be one of the things I spend a lot of time doing is just being outside, 
exploring the area, getting to know the locations, the forests, the fields, any sort of water I can find, how how far does it take, how long does it take me to get to the sea, for example, that's something I'm going to be experimenting with, and just taking full days to go on adventures and see what I can see, get inspired, come up with ideas, and then eventually have ideas to pitch to magazines, to pitch to brands, and to be able to share with potential clients in the future. Next on my list of things to do in the next couple of months is to meet loads of new potential team members. I have built up a huge network for myself in Cornwall of makeup artists, hairstylists, people who I can call on to help me build the shoots that I want to create and when I work with clients I have people I can call on depending on what they need as well all the time but here I don't know that many people. I have a couple of makeup artists and hairstylists that I've worked with who are in London and most people annoyingly that I work with in London tend to be on the other side of London which is quite a long way so I'm going to be looking for people who live more on this side of London who I can collaborate with, who I can work with on my team to produce my own photo shoots and, you know, collaborate with them on ideas that we come up with together, but then also be able to call on them for client work as well. And I think it's super important that we take time to actually build relationships with people and meet them. I try to avoid just booking a shoot with someone and then going straight into the shoot situation if I can. If I can meet someone for a coffee before we actually produce anything together, I definitely think that's beneficial. So one of the things I'm planning on doing throughout the rest of August and September is messaging people who I would like to collaborate with, who I'd like to meet with, and just organizing a coffee date, even if it's just half an hour over a coffee in London somewhere where we can chat about our ideas and get to know one another and make sure that we click as people because you're not necessarily going to click with everyone and I, I'm very, someone who very much likes to have a tight-knit team. I tend to call on the same people a lot and I if, if I work with someone, I like to be able to work with them continuously. Some people think you should have new people all the time um, just to keep things fresh, but I definitely prefer to have the same people I work with con- consistently to be able to be able to build those relationships up properly and have something have someone I know that I can trust on set and feel really comfortable around. I think that if you've got a team on set that you feel really comfortable with, the models tend to feel more comfortable because they feel like they're being brought into a, a sort of community sense of community. The, um, the shoots tend to go more smoothly because we all know how each other's work and we all get our general vibe. Um, it's a friendlier atmosphere all around. No one tends to feel a little bit left out or awkward. It's just all around, I prefer having a tight-knit team. So I'm definitely going to be spending a lot of time going on coffee dates, meeting lots of people, finding people I want to work with and then working with them. Third, I'm going to be reaching out to brands and individuals a lot. I really need to establish myself as a photographer in the sort of West London area um, and London itself, but 
I, no one knows who I am here. I'm a very much a very small fish in a big pond. Whereas in Cornwall, I was more of a big fish in a small pond. So the, the steps that I need to take now are to reach out and put myself out there in front of as many people as I possibly can to make sure that people know who I am. The reality is that you're not going to be able to get booked for work if no one knows who you are. That is, it sounds so obvious, but sometimes you do need to think of it as that basic level. If you, if no one knows your name, if no one's ever heard of you, how can they ever hire you? So one of my jobs is purely going to be pitching, doing research on people who live in the area, doing research on brands that are sort of based in the West London area and reaching out and offering my services, offering to meet for coffees, offering to go on portfolio meetings, doing as much as I can possibly to get my name out there, to get people in front of my work and to get hired. One of the things I'm doing to do that is um, I send out quarterly mailers, which are newsletters essentially, where you send uh, a database, a database I've collected over the t- over the years of contacts. I send them a newsletter every three months with updated work, basically just pointing them to my website and sharing the latest work I've been creating. And I use blog posts to do that. And I use an app called Flowdesk, which is the is similar to MailChimp. If you've ever heard of email newsletter software, I will leave a link to uh, Flowdesk in the show notes of this episode. If you sign up to Flowdesk via that link, you'll get 50% off for life. The um, incredible thing about Flowdesk and the reason I love it is A, the designs are beautiful. If you're signed up to my... Um, my newsletters every week you are also getting newsletters from Flowdesk and I mean I'm tooting my own horn here but I think they look great so and I'm not a good graphic designer I am the worst graphic designer ever but these um these newsletter templates are beautiful and I use that to make my mailing letters as well for brands and that really works I can see that the click-through rates are very high whenever I send them so that's really great. The other reason it's really good is that the reason Flowdesk is different to other mail, like newsletter softwares, is that things like MailChimp, when you hit a certain number of contacts, they start charging you per the amount of contract contacts. And it gets very expensive very quickly if you have a lot of contacts on it. I currently have over 2000 I think and on Mailchimp that would that would already start costing me about 35 pounds a month whereas on Flowdesk you can have as many contacts as you want and it, well, you only pay $19 a month. It's really really dirt cheap. I don't know actually how no actually I don't actually know how they make money, but um it seems to be working really well and I would highly recommend signing up if you're not already. Use that code. Make sure you use that code on my website because otherwise you don't get the 50% off and you pay I think $30 a month or $32 a month instead of the 19. It's it's a really good discount, so definitely have a look. Um, so that's one thing I'm going to be doing. I'm actually doing that this week. I'm going to be sending out a newsletter update to all of my contacts saying, here's my new work. Oh, and by the way, I've moved. I'm now in London. Um, if you have any jobs you need shot in London, in the area, please let me know. I would love to be a part of your projects, etc., etc. That's not the exact wording, but you get the idea. So that's one of the things I'm going to be sending out this week. Okay, the fourth 
action step I'm taking is to be as present on social media as I can. Um, and I'm going to be sharing, you know, my journey of moving up to Berkshire, up to the greater London area, because when you bring people on that journey with you, they feel more engaged in it. And that is hopefully how I'm going to reach more people. If I'm actively sharing the fact that I'm here, it's more likely that the people who currently follow me might know someone in the area and then recommend me. I have to constantly be bringing it back to people's minds that, hey, I'm new, hey, I'm new, hey, I'm new. I've moved to this area. So that when someone suddenly goes, oh, wait, yeah, I know that person who is starting up that brand in Newbury and they need a photographer in the area, I can then be front of mind when they come to suggest someone. So that's one thing I'm going to be doing a lot of. Um, I'm just going to be present as much as I can on social media, sharing on LinkedIn, showing up on Instagram stories, sharing on my grid, I'm making more TikTok videos, I'm doing as much as I can to boost my audience to hopefully attract clients and share more work and do all the things that I teach you guys about social media all the time. I'm going to be doing all those things even more than normal because I need to give myself a big boost in this new area. The fifth thing I'm going to be doing is looking up local networking events. Now, the, the, the reason this is tricky at the moment is because of the pandemic. I don't actually know how much networking there is happening at the moment because we can't gather in groups or at least we can't, we're not supposed to gather in groups. I can imagine there are probably some kinds of social distanced networking events happening. So I have to look that up. I actually literally, I'm recording this at midday on the very first day that I'm actually here living and working. So I don't know what's out there yet, but in normal circumstances, 100% I would be going to two or three networking events a month if I can in London and in Berkshire. And I, they don't, I wouldn't even necessarily worry about them being fashion events. One thing I want to do as much as possible is just meet lots of people. Fashion photography is absolutely benefited by knowing lots of people because when people know who you are, you're more likely to be recommended to people. One of the things I learned early on in my career as a photographer was that even if you go to a networking event and you meet two people and you feel like you might never benefit from those people ever, it's not true. The amount of times I went to a networking event and then six months down the line, even a year down the line, that person I thought was going to be never relevant to my career randomly recommended me to a friend of a friend who then hired me for a job or a campaign and before I knew it I was being booked on shoots all around Cornwall because I was being really proactive about showing up at networking events that were about business, that were about creativity, that were about art and just meeting people. The more people you know the better off you're going to be. So one of my big focuses is to just meet lots of people, to be as proactive as I can, to get my name out there, to let people know who I am and to hope that they recommend me to people when they eventually meet people that might need a photographer. Okay and here is my final point. I am going to be shooting a lot. 
The good news is that makeup artists are now officially allowed to work again in the UK as of last Saturday. So I'm really excited that I'm going to be able to finally get some really solid test shoots going. Most of the shoots I've been doing so far have either been with no makeup artist or a makeup artist just consulting, so telling the model what to do. So I'm really excited that I can finally start really getting back to work, getting teams together and producing something exciting. I'm really excited about the prospect of, you know, new locations and and new people and new ideas and just all this newness. It very much feels like going back to school almost. So I'm going to be shooting a lot because the truth is the more new work I have to share with people, the more times I start shooting, the quicker my name will get out there. The absolute best way above everything else to spread the work about who you are and what you do is through your work. I want my work to speak for me as much as I possibly can. So I'm going to be organizing test shoots with models. I'm going to be getting models in for full test days. I'm going to have multiple models coming into the house at one time, doing big test shoot days. I'm going to be planning big location shoots. I'm going to be getting really creative and letting my mind run wild. I will probably be doing a lot of unpaid shoots, just not not with clients, just for myself to boost my portfolio, to get creative, to keep working and to get my name out there. And you know, the hope of doing all these unpaid tests will eventually lead to people in the area seeing my work, to magazines picking up on it and to eventually getting hired by more people in this area because of the work they're seeing. So yeah, that is kind of a quick rundown of all the things that I'm going to be doing in the next couple of months to put my name out there, to get the ball rolling in this new area. Um, It definitely is scary, I'm not going to lie, like moving somewhere new isn't easy. I I don't know anyone here. I don't really have any friends here. I don't have my, my network, my tight-knit community. The benefit of technology means that I can speak to my friends all the time, so it's fine. And we are going to be going down to Cornwall a lot. We're actually going back in like two weeks' time, and I probably will be going at least once a month to see my friends and to see family and stuff. So I'm not leaving Cornwall by any means, um, but it definitely is exciting and scary all at the same time to move to an area, and it feels like a big new chapter, and I'm just really excited, and I'm really excited to bring you on the journey with me. Do let me know if you would like me to give you like a six month update on how things are going. You'll obviously be able to watch on Instagram stories, but if you're interested in having a follow up podcast episode about how things went from now till the future, let me know. I'm really excited to be able to look back in six months, a year's time and see how things went. Um, I have absolutely no idea right now how things are gonna go for me and it's exciting. It's a bit scary, but it's very exciting. Okay, so on that note, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you've enjoyed listening to a little bit more of a personal one about me and my journey so far. 
Um, and if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. As always, I'm always available. If you want to email me as well, you can do it. Um, my email address is info at oliviabossert.com. And if you really enjoy the podcast, please feel free to leave a review on the Apple Podcasts app. Every single review always helps me so much to get boosted in the charts and means that other photographers like you can find the podcast and listen to it as well. I will see you next week for another episode. Have a lovely, lovely day.